This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. We have Sean Stebbins. Sean is with Smash Plumbing, and he is a resident of our great community here in Cooper City. So, Sean, thanks so much for joining us today, brother. Thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. I am thrilled to be here. Yeah, of course. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So, Sean, please, let's start off by having you talk a little bit about your business, Smash Plumbing, and then we shall proceed from there. Yeah, for sure. So we're Smash Plumbing, and we've been in business here in Cooper City for almost a year now. We do kind of both sides of plumbing. We do new construction, whether you're remodeling a house, building a house, or you're a general contractor building something like a hotel, a hospital, a school. Um, we do all the new construction and remodels as far as all the plumbing side of things goes. Um, we're also on the other side of plumbing, which would be service plumbing for residential and commercial. If you have a leaky faucet, you want a toilet change, you want... The fixtures in your kitchen changed out because they're old. We also operate on that side as well. But that's what I would truly specialize in. And my kind of facet of the business I work in is your emergency response plumbing. You come in one day and there's water all over the floor and you don't know why. I'm your guy. So started this business up about a year ago. I think you mentioned prior to that you were involved with uh, another business, but you had been in plumbing. Talk, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into plumbing, and how you ultimately arrived at starting Smash Plumbing a year ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it goes back to all the way back to seventh grade for me, where my best friend um, and I had been close friends. We went to middle school, high school, and college together. Um, he finished his master plumbing license, and he lived in Tampa. Um, and he worked with our other partner and they kind of were the one man, two man shop building the business up. And they finally, everybody tries to, I think, especially in the trades or even any kind of business tries to do it all themselves till they grow to a certain point, And then you actually have to like bite the bullet and actually like hire somebody. So I was the first person they brought in at a managing partner level. Cause I specialized in things like record keeping, invoicing, keeping track of the office, hiring employees more so than actual like plumbing. I had some experience in the trades, but I was our first, true office person that was brought on board. Um, uh, how I got here would be they decided to separate ways, sell off the business. Um, one of them had some other people he wanted to work with. I wanted to work, close, work more closely with my best friend, which is the reason we got in business together. And then that's when we started plumbing, brought in a couple other partners that we knew had specialties like accounting, or I'm sorry, accounting and field supervising. And that's how we got to smash plumbing. Um, we had some work. We were kind of coming down from Tampa pretty regularly with my other company just to work in Miami for a day or two and install a water heater overnight when we would have a big job um, that our customers, current customers kind of kept giving us. And we got to enough business that they were able to relocate me here. And I was able to open up an office here and hire staff here. And that's how we arrived here in lovely Cooper City. I love it now that I'm here. Every time I've come to this part of the country, I've always wanted to live here. So I kind of jumped at the chance when they said, hey, do you want to move down there and start our new office? It sounded crazy at the time, but here a year later, I love being here. 
So the the company prior to Smash, were you a partner in that as well, or were you just helping them kind of expand their operations? I started off just helping them expand their operations with working towards becoming a partner and then eventually became a managing partner. Okay. So going back a year ago when you, when you started your own entity uh, from, the, from scratch, what were some of the biggest challenges you'd faced in starting the business? Uh, having the patience to do everything again. On one hand, it's like you have the experience and you've done it before, but you're also kind of scared because you realize how long it took the first time. Like when you apply for applying for a license in any of the trades and anytime you have to get licensed with the state is just a huge process that if you don't cross yeah. this all your cross all your T's and dot all your I's, it can be very, very, very difficult. Um, Anytime you're trying to set up your own, just in terms of like the licensing is so complicated, no matter what, what state you live in, in this part of the country. Um, so I just say just having the patience to do it all again, even though you've done it before, it's all the first time you're not scared because you don't know what it all involves. The second time you're like, oh gosh, it's all of this again. <laughs> I got to do this again. Yeah, definitely. Patience is required uh, in most things that you do. Now for Smash Plumbing, do you have partners in that business or did you go at that all by yourself? There's actually five of us at the partner level here, and we all were close in one way or another. Like I said, me and our license holder um, have been friends since we were 12, 13-year-old boys. Um, the other S in the smash is actually my brother, um, and then the other two people are very, very close friends of ours that had, like I said, one of us is an accountant, one of us is an engineer. I basically just talk for a living and deal with people, and I can claim that that's some type of specialty. But yeah, we all kind of had perfect niche skill um and we're really well at working together so so the smash the smash is an acronym for your names i'm guessing then smash is all of our names yep it's uh stebbins marshall andrew stebbins again is my brother and then height camp love it love it it's good stuff man so for the general public out there that you know doesn't know much about plumbing what are some common myths or misconceptions that folks typically have uh, when, when thinking about plumbing? Okay. There's so many. Cause we're the butt of every, we're the butt of every joke, right? I mean, you can't even watch a, you can't even watch like a movie. The or a show every joke. It's the plumber. It's like, yeah, it's like, Oh, that guy looks like a plumber or it's like, Oh, I'm a this. I'm not a plumber or every <laughs> show, every sitcom you have has a plumber episode where the plumber comes the, the over, over, the over the overweight plumber. guy the over overweight guy with the, the crack in his butt hanging out when he leans over right right yeah exactly and people see me and i look nothing like that stereotype <laughs> i'm like weigh like 100 pounds yeah and i'm like so i would just say or like um i guess like the plumber's there to like rip you off or whatever or it's just like a negotiation or something like that but like we're bound by a code of ethics and a morality and licenses and all that stuff and we're insuranced and bonded and like i said we have a code of ethics we follow that's as strong as a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that and if you violate that you can very easily lose your license with the state so i'd say that's the most common misconception that the plumber's there to like rip you off when really we're just there to help you um a lot of people don't realize but the plumber's credo is actually to protect the health of the nation is it really? Yes, the plumber's credo. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's really one of the reasons why we do this show is to have 
local business owners on to grant them a platform. In many cases, they are part of our community and they live with the, live with live within the community and share things in common. It's a chance for our residents to get a look under the hood and learn a little bit about the person behind the business and their story. And that really makes people feel more comfortable when they do need to reach out because uh, when you're looking for a service professional or any professional for that matter, it can be uncomfortable reaching out to a stranger and trying to get help. And you know, if you feel like you know that person, it just makes that process little bit more enjoyable right oh totally i always like the network and like that was one of the hard things about moving down here is i don't have my network before where my family lives in ohio you call your dad you call your mom you call your friend your girlfriend your boyfriend you find somebody you get a reference i've always worked that way myself whereas down here i don't know anybody and i have to call out sometimes people don't even answer their phone and i'm like well that's interesting (laughs) yeah yeah it happens uh, more than you would think uh, from well, a lot of a lot of businesses. I mean, I'll I'll sometimes see an ad somewhere for a business that's paying money to advertise, and then you call and you get a, a not only a recording for the not, not a recording for the business even. It's just an automated recording, just a, a generic voicemail, and it's like, and you really need to answer those phones. <laughs> totally. So you mentioned that you're from Ohio, significantly warmer down here where we are in Florida. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your family, um, what you like to do for fun when you're not working. Yeah, sure. So I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Um, My dad, that people always find this interesting. My dad is one of the few people around still that's a full-time farmer. He raised um, pigs and hogs for many years, and now he just does like corn and soybeans and farms about a 3,000-acre grouping of farms in Ohio. Um, He's probably getting ready to retire, but farmers don't like to retire. Um, my mom is in like the administration at like a university. She like helps recruit um, new students for Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio. Um, and like I said, I work with my brother and those are my only like close family members. Um, for fun, I've always been like a huge science fiction and fantasy reader um, since I was like a little kid in like middle school. I'm, I was always like the kid in like high school that was like reading the book for fun. And then other kids would ask you like, oh, what are you reading? And I'm like, I'm reading this book for fun. And then they look at you like super weird. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was always me. Yeah, it pays off later in life, but you don't you don't appreciate it as much as much in high school and middle school. Um, I I could I could relate. Actually, when I was even younger, I remember when I was in, I think, third grade, I was a big reader when I was really young. And I remember I had a, a Mark Twain, a big book, a big, thick book of Mark Twain stories. And my brother, older brother was in high school at the time. And I remember him saying to me, man, what are you doing reading that book in elementary school? I wouldn't even read that if I had to for high school, for actual school. Just, <laughs> that stuck with me for whatever reason. But um, <clears throat> So sitting here today, looking back through your journey, is there something that comes to mind, a life hardship, a challenge, something that you struggled with along the way? Uh, maybe you see as a defining moment, something that helped shape you to where you're at today? I'll go with this one. I thought I, I thought of a couple. Go but I'll go with this one. Um, so I'll go back to like second, so like second or third grade. Um, my second grade teacher like knew that I was like different somehow because I always like was like raised my hand and knew the answer to the question. No matter what question she asked, I always knew the answer. But then my homework always looked like terrible. So she called my mom in. You have like the parent teacher conference. She's like, "Your kid is brilliant." But he needs to be tested for, like, every learning disability there is like, across the board. Um, 
so it took like a while. They tested me for like lots of stuff. I just remember going downtown to the whatever type of medical mental hospital thing they have where the doctors test pediatrically children for mental disabilities, whatever it's actually called. Um, and it took them a couple months to settle on. I was like, I had a very like specific type of dyslexia. And they told my mom I probably would never read at a college level. So obviously flash forward, I graduated with honors from college, but I, don't know, I attribute that to God gives you challenges, but he gives you the tools to overcome them. I think the fact that I was always just like the kid that was in love with reading, I just think I figured it out and powered through it and learned my own way to learn things and my brain to translate things for me. So I'll go with that one. No, interesting. I'm curious when it comes to dyslexia, is that something that through a lot of hard work, you can retrain your brain to get past or does that still stay with you to this day? Do you have to constantly do exercises? Do you have to interpret the data differently? How does that work transitioning from having that problem to where you're at now? Right. I, I can only speak for, like I said, my personal journey. You'll just catch, your, especially when you're tired, like you'll just catch yourself in a moment of, and there's still things to this day, like my brain cannot do. Like I could sit there in an art class for four years trying to draw you a cat. And then after four years, the cat's still going to have to like have the meow bubble and say meow. So otherwise you're going to think it's a cow or a goat or a whatever. So like I said, it's about, for me personally, it's about, you have to know your own limitations or like, thank God I was born in the computer age. If I would have got to go back to doing everything, pen and paper, algebra, I'm great at math on a computer, but ask me to do algebra where you have to write everything out and keep things and organize columns next to each other. Like I'll move one thing to the left and I'm gonna have to start the whole thing over. Like it's not going to happen very well. I think that's interesting with that issue that you actually, the previous company that you had, you were involved with the office administration side of things. Well, everything's easy in a spreadsheet. If you stare at spreadsheets your whole life, just put it in for, a spreadsheet. For, for you, maybe. I can, I can do it. have to put it in a for spreadsheet. For you, maybe. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a big fan of spreadsheets. Oh, you got to spreadsheet everything. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> so, Sean, as we wrap up here, what would be the one thing you'd like to leave our listeners with that you'd like to have them know about Smash Plumbing? Um, I'm available and I'm local. Um, I don't have a real big dance card. This is usually like when I've been in business, this type of business, I'm normally crazy busy this time of year, getting everything ready for the corporations for Christmas, getting everybody's houses looking good to have everybody over or leave on vacation or whatever. But I am available right now. Hit me up. Like I said, I can have somebody... If you're local in Cooper City and Davie, I can probably be there in 20 minutes most days. Excellent. And how can we learn more? How can we reach you? Maybe share your contact information. Let us know how we can find you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you live in this part of Florida, the best number to call was going to go straight to me. I can be reached at 937-902-7164. And I am Sean, and I would be happy to take your call and discuss what your needs and wants might be. Sounds good. And we will, of course, link in the description to your contact information. Sean, thanks so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure getting the opportunity to meet you, learn about your business and your story. And we're happy to have you here in our great community. So again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for the opportunity. This has been a lot of fun. Likewise, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day and take care. 
Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.